Hello, everybody. And oh, welcome. What? No, I wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. You don't ready. have to say anything. You have like 30 seconds before I get to you. Yeah, what? but so. I have okay. something in my mouth. It takes me more than 30 seconds to let go of it. I mean, we all... No, never mind. Not. It's going to do a blowjob thing. It just wasn't worth it. Okay. Is everybody going to be ready if I start in five seconds? Maybe. I five, could just keep singing the Stone Temple Pilots. Four. Three. Two. One. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this, the 65th? Fourth? Fifth. 65th episode of... Gabo's mom has got it going on. 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 Gabo, can I come over after this quest? After this quest, we can go and camp by the forest. Hey, forest. Did your mom get back from her shopping trip? Shopping trip. Is she there? Cause I've got a good cooking tip. Slipper the tip. You know, I'm not the level one that I used to be. I'm all leveled now. Gerbo, can't you see? Gerbo's mom has got it going on. She's baking scones and they've been cooling for too long. Gerbo, can't you see? You're just not the gnome for me. I know you think you're God, but I'm in love with Gerbo's mom. He totally disconnected. No, I have more. Oh, no. <laughs> Gerbo, do you remember when we saved your home? Saved your home. <laughs> I was training in just a leather thong. Uh, uh, uh. Leather thong. I could tell she liked me from the way she stared. When she stared. And the way she said, you're Mr. Goblin there. Goblin there. I know that you think it's just a fantasy, but since your dad's an ass, your mom could use a guy like me. Gerbo's mom has got it going on. I'm all she wants, and she's been waiting for this long. Gerbo, can't you see? You're just not the gnome for me. I know John hates the song, and she's actually gone from chat. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That actually rhymed, holy shit! That was great! <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm just, oh. We're not doing the guitar solo! Yo, Beardy Wheel! mom has got it going on! Oh my Go God. ahead and summon okay. Panthers, cause your cougar's are number one! Gerbo, can't you see? You're just not the god for me. I know in my heart I'm in love with Gerbo's mom. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Gerbo's mom. Oh. Wait a minute. Can't you see? You're just not the god for me. Josh's voice can't be wrong, so I'm in love with Gerbo's mom. <laughs> 
Are you guys ready for some Dungeons and Dragons? Give me them Dungeons and Dragons, boy! Okay. And that's the only time I've never, or that's the only time I've ever been not upset about being interrupted while I'm trying to intro, just by the way. <laughs> Yay! Oh, okay. Five, four, three, two. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, episode number 65. You just called us the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I think that'll get us sued. We've changed our name. We are now the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We are officially licensed by Wizards of the Coast. Um, so no, anytime you're so sending Wizards. us that free merch and cash would be great, guys. Just, like, hit us up. Um, yeah. Uh, no, we're actually the Dire Weasels podcast. Wizards of the Coast would never have anything to do with us, of course. Um, I am your dungeon master. My name is Forrest. I've also got Ivana here. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to play D&D with you tonight. Okay. Um, we've got our wonderful song master, Cody. Oh, don't give me that title. That's that's way too soon. <laughs> it, well, hello, song It belongs master. to you, Cody. Giving me way too many names recently. I don't like this. And we have our song Mistress, John. <laughs> okay. That, that's it. I'm calm. Uh, I don't know what you want me to say to that. <laughs> I, I'm just... Okay. Um, yeah. So we are, like I mistakenly said earlier, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We play Dungeons & Dragons. For your weird entertainment, because you guys like this for some reason. Why? What are you doing? Why do you have nothing? You should go get checked out. You should like. Honestly, but nah, just kidding. Just kidding. We love you guys, and we really appreciate you coming out to listen to us. Um, yeah. So let's just get right into actually doing things, if you guys um, don't mind. But first, let's start drinking. What have you got tonight, Ivana? What? Oh, oh, we're talking about that stuff. I'm drinking uh, Crystal Light Raspberry Lemonade, and I'm chugging Crystal Light Raspberry Lemonade because I like Crystal Light ra- Raspberry Lemonade. Send me the money, guys. Please say Crystal Light Raspberry Lemonade one more time. <laughs> Crystal Light Raspberry Lemonade one more time. Ah, uh, you bitch. <laughs> and, uh, Cody? I am preparing the Coors Light that I have for shotgunning. Kurs Light. Kurs Light. Oh, you're shotgun? It's the best of America. That's, that's, yeah, that's, I feel like that's the only way I could possibly beat John if that's actually a possibility. It's not. It's, it isn't. <laughs> Should I shotgun again and find out what happens this week? Yes! I thought you were supposed to do different methods each week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have your Frisbee ready or a available card oh. which to drink out of its tail pipe? Frisbee is actually the fifth one. Technically, this week is the carburetor method. Um, Which one's the carburetor method? It's sort of similar in concept to shotgunning, um, except the hole you punch is in the top of the can, right? Right here. I'm I'm punching it right now. We can tell because you can't see your videos. Yeah, I know. That's why I had to tell you. Um, you did still yeah, say so right here. <laughs> oh, I'm you can't right sip now. it. It's cheating. I I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it was. Oh, okay. It's leaking everywhere because I'm. Open. <laughs> I've already oh, no. have it opened. Yeah, that's what she said. Same. 
Giggity. No, don't leak. Don't leak, baby. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I will be chugging for the, like, fourth week in a row some of this Milwaukee's Best Ice that I've still got Fucking here. I've still got, like, seven cans of it, so expect it for a little while. But, guys, after that, I'm going to class it up. Do you know what I'm going to be drinking? Champagne. Milwaukee's Best? The champagne of Did beers, that is. I got oh, some champagne. Fucking highlight? Champagne. I've got. Champagne? I've got some, Yes, John, I do. I have some high life here. Ugh. So, You're garbage. Yeah. <laughs> You're a garbage person. Um, I'm moving You're up in the world, John. <laughs> oh. Huh? Yeah, the carburetor method is you punch a small hole in the back of the can. And then it essentially is just the way for the air to escape while you chug out of the normal drinking hole. Speaking of drinking, what are you drinking, John? Uh, Cell Artois, cider, yada yada. Roll Tide. Cody, you said you were drinking, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. What was it? (laughs) Coors Light? It's Coors Light, yeah. So I could chug in this damn thing. Okay. Um. Oh. So, we know what we're drinking. Do we know why we're drinking? Because <laughs> uh, Sean got a new job. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Do you guys want to drink to John's yes. new job? That, that, that's the one good thing in the fucking sea of shitty things that's been happening to me lately. <laughs> to, to I John's feel like out of, I feel like out of the sea of shitty things that have happened to you, that is like the best thing that could have happened yeah, in I'm, your sea. I am hoping that like all of the shitty things that have been happening have been residual aspects of old John's life and that, like, I'm turning a corner and starting to have, like, not terrible luck. God damn it. Shit. Fucking headphones fall off. I did recently say to someone in a conversation that, uh, I've got, I'm bound to start having good luck soon because of regression to the mean, so maybe this is it. (laughs) Nice. Um, but yeah, I like it. Let's... Let's drink to um, John's new job, hopefully being less shady than his old one. Oh, it'll definitely be less shady than the old one. <laughs> I'll be working by man. myself, so. Ooh, there you go. For the most part, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on. You do the countdown. Oh, yeah! Ready? 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 You looked really Three, confused. two, one, chug. <coughs> Done. Ah. John's still fucking one, though. Raspberry <coughs> crystal light. Raspberry, raspberry lemonade crystal light burns my throat. Don't chug raspberry crystal light. Pro tip, guys. The more you know... I didn't finish mine because it tastes really bad, believe it or not. You'd think you'd get used to it by now. No, it's really warm this week. Don't you drink it warm every week? Well, yeah, but it's like especially warm this week. It's easier if you try and open your throat and it's warm because it's harder to shotgun cold beard i think because it closes up the throat yeah that's what i've heard but i have issues just opening my throat uh phrasing oh phrasing was intentional cody um cody you get a recap what happened last week 
Yeah. Which is oh, very shit. important because I don't 100% remember. Um. Oh, fuck. I even edited this. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I edited it like immediately after the podcast was done. Um. I remember that we decided to go look for the Gedshoner, the place where these people are supposed to meet up the people in green. And we took the guy, we rolled him uptown to where the praise day was, and there was praise nothing day. there. Um, there was a lot of jokes in between, um, a lot of awesome things happening. Then we went to the other green place, um, the forest, which what? we made a lot of forest reference. No, God. Shut up, forest. Shut up, <laughs> uh, so we went to the forest, and we pulled him out. We were like, is this the place? And he was like, oh, I don't know. And then we made him, well, Madison stabbed him in the fucking like legs again. And then we went in the forest, and we found the old home that the original characters came in, uh, including Mike. Uh, and then we went inside. We found a door. We fucked the door, and then we are now walking through the passageway. And we're walking. And yes. we're walking. Wait, no, guys- like we went inside and we're going somewhere and uh, Madison's going somewhere else, not with us. No, uh, we. I met up with you. Uh, we yeah. Yeah, oh, you ended at a secret door. Yeah, Forrest was very, oh, right. very adamant about getting Madison back. Uh, weird. It's almost like there's something important. I don't know. Um, Yeah. So you guys were down in the basement. You, I believe, moved aside some crates, and you found a secret door carved into the wall of the um, the natural rock wall of the basement. And did you guys did you guys open the door or? I feel no. like you. Maybe. Like I was not really one hundred percent functional at that point, so I don't remember if you guys opened the door. I thought we did, but. To be fair, I, I I thought we opened it and that's where you ended it, but... Okay, that's what I thought it. too, and that's what I planned for. I don't have anything about opening the door, so let's just pretend you did. Okay. Okay, so you find yourself in what, at first glance, appears to be a um, natural rock tunnel through the earth, um... But if you look closer, you can see that there are some pick marks on the side. It looks like people have maybe widened it. And it slopes uh, gently downward into the earth. um, Or, (coughs) I don't know, maybe a couple hundred feet. And you don't really hear or see anything. Here's a um, question for the ages. Someone said, why do white people have similar voices? Every stream. But if you say, why do black people have similar voices, are you all of a sudden racist? Never never mind the yes. fact that uh, 50% of us are at least, like, you know, mostly not white. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not white. Yeah, and I'm... As did his democratic socialist brain. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody in chat said, your mic is Franklin Roosevelt. And then John replied with, his arms worked. And then finished it with, as did his democratic socialist brain. And I thought it was hilarious. Okay, so yeah, like I said, you guys walk into the uh, earth for a couple hundred feet. Do you guys want to do anything as you're walking through the this, this gently sloping tunnel? Or do you just want to continue until there's something interesting? 
I want to be a shark. Mike sniffs the air. <clears throat> I forgot Mike's a fucking bloodhound. <laughs> you, you sniff yeah, the that's air? That's basically kid. Yes. <laughs> oh. Um. Would you like to make that a perception check? A, a sniff check, if you will? That is an eight. Um, Grimgard smells nice. Damn straight he does. Of course he smells nice. It's Grimgar. Uh, I will walk closer to Grimgar. Okay. I am Ooh. going to make sure that my weapon is prepped. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else before I tell you about the room you're about to arrive in? Uh-oh. Um, how shadowy is this uh, this particular hallway? I mean, it's pretty dark. I- I'm <laughs> also going to try to be stealthy. There's a, uh, I would say, a little bit of light probably coming from, um, well, no, there wouldn't even be that much light from down there. Um, there's really no just natural light down in these t- this tunnel. And as you get further and further down, um, any residual light that may have been coming through the door... Um, you guys came through is just completely gone at this point. Gotcha. Should I uh, should I roll stealth check or? Um. Yeah, if you want to. Um. Uh, how many of you I can don't... see in the dark? Uh, I know I can. I don't remember how far I can see, but sixty feet. If you're if you're a drow, it's one hundred and twenty. If you're a regular elf, it's oh, you're a half elf, so uh, it's sixty. Still sixty, yeah. Yeah. Um, Grimgar can't right. Yeah, Grimgar cannot. Can Mike? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just me, actually. Can halflings? Okay. Um. Then yeah, as you guys get farther, Mike and Grimgar, you are like walking blind through these tunnels, or through this tunnel, I should say. Can uh, Grimgar snap his fingers and hold uh, with prestidigitation like a small, like lighter light up in the air? I'll allow it. Like it doesn't like go more than like maybe two feet. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have you have dim light in a five foot radius. Cool. Yeah. Um, so is that all the light you guys want? Oh, well, I'm good with none. So yeah, you're good. I don't trust you. So me? yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if she was talking about you or me. So. Yeah. Uh, who's in the lead? Uh, probably me, right? Since I can see. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, fair enough. So you are walking sort of sneakily down, um, just sort of creeping along the very side of this passageway, being very careful to watch where you're stepping and everything. And then suddenly you can see the ceiling above you sort of expand, and you're now in a larger chamber um, whose far side uh, is beyond the limit of your vision. You can see the ceiling probably 20 feet above you. Um and the first thing you notice as your foot sort of passes just past the uh, entryway into this cavern from your pa- uh, the passage you are currently in is the floor's a little um like slimy. Hmm. There's just some. There's just a thin film sort of covering it. It doesn't extend very far up into the passage. It pretty much ends right at the entrance of this cavern. But it's just a little bit slimy. Does it smell weird? Yeah, does um, it smell weird? Do, do you want to smell the slime? Yes. Um. Um. I don't. I don't even know what the slime's gonna smell like, so I don't know why I suggested that. 
Um, let me do something real quick. I'm not flipping through a book. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. Are we about to fight, um, like, a fucking green ooze or some shit? <laughs> don't be ridiculous, John. Um, Black it smells sort of, like... I guess the best way to describe it is somewhere between a mushroom and just dirt. You know that smell that, like, soil or a cave has? It smells like a concentrated version of that. Hmm. Do I think Madison would know that? I don't. Has Madison ever been in a cave before? Probably not. <clears throat> I um, wouldn't think so. Yeah. Mike, at least. That's what you smell, then. Is it concentrated soil smell? Yeah, it just smells like super dirt. Much okay. super dirt. We're going to be fighting Thalids from Magic the Gathering. Watch I out for the spore counters. Means. This smelly smell that smells smelly. It's yes, a, it is a smelly smell that smells smelly, Lucas. It was an Blue old Blue. school magic reference. Nice. Oh, like what do you guys want to do? I'm going to keep walking. You're going to walk in? Yep. Can we be sneaky about it? I've been talking about being sneaky the entire time. Okay. I want to be sneaky about it. Okay. Um, Madison, what was your uh, sneak roll? My stealth? Oh, I never roll because I don't didn't remember you actually confirming that you wanted me to. Yeah, can all of you give me one? Uh, 23. Okay. I, I hate to be a dick. Oh, hey, 24. I rolled a 20. Uh, nice. I rolled a not 20. I rolled a 16. Grimguard doesn't stealth. He's sort of like walking down the way. Just, you know, on a mission. Do you, so you walk Can, into this next um, room? Well, Can I'm, we tell I, him to be sneaky? I'm going to hug a wall, and if he draws attention to himself, that's fine by me. Okay, so it makes sense to me. Grimguard's just going to walk into the room? Yeah, he's just walking straight up, yeah. Okay. Um, as you walk in, you can feel your legs sort of, like your feet sort of sticking a little bit each time you take a step. You know, you can feel like a little bit of a tug on your leg as you pull it off of the ground and put it in front of you. Um, and you get a few steps out with your little flame in your hand. And um, Mike and Madison are able to sort of, sort of stick near the walls and be very, very quiet. Um, but Grimgar, you will hear a sort of wet sloshing sound from behind you. And as you turn around, you see sort of coming together little bits of this slime from all over the room, just coagulating together into one large heap that slowly forms itself into a shapeless being of a, um, I would say sort of a snotty yellow brown color. Um, if you're able to see it very well. Uh, yes, as Lucas said, the floor is a sticky floor like a dirty mu- movie theater. That's the feeling you get tugging on your feet, except worse. Um, and you see an, a, a, a jelly rising off of the ground behind you. Two of them, in fact, um, ready to attack. Um, Roll for initiative. And, well, no, I'm going to give um, one of them a surprise round first. Okay. Just one of them? If that's okay. Yeah, I don't want to be too mean. 
Um, does a 16 hit you, Cody? Uh, meets beats, so yes. Okay. Then let me roll the damage. The what now? Damage. <laughs> um, that's gonna be eight bludgeoning damage and three acid damage. What the hell is it bludgeoning with? It's eight and three, so a total of eleven, so uh, fifty-six. Also, you're tripping balls now. Can I? Can I? Uh, yeah, can I take a free action to go? Well, that was awfully rude. Speaking uh, is always I, reaction. I will allow it, Cody. Um, does everybody want to give me an initiative roll? Come on, Red Die, don't disappoint me again. Uh, 22. It's not bad. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, my or, uh, Grimgar, what? I got a 14. So, 14. I feel like Ivana had Ivana? to roll pretty poorly to get a 9. Based on what I, I rolled a 5. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and um, John? 22. 22, nice. Um, so let's just peek behind the DM screen here really quick. One of them got a zero on their initiative roll. Ah, it's like Kina's here. So yeah. they don't get to go, right? <laughs> well, if they had not won, maybe, but no. Like, they have a minus two dexterity, and I rolled a two, so they got a zero initiative. Um, Kina did the one minus one once. Nice. Um, but yeah, John, believe it or not, you will be going first. And with your dark vision, you are able to see these two jellies rise out of the um, ground behind Grimgar. One of them strikes him quickly before, practically before he can turn around. But um, And now it's your turn to make a move. Can I get sneak attack damage on a, uh, on a jelly? I don't Do see why not. I, I was wondering about that. Yeah, I think they used to have it in the earlier editions where you couldn't, but you can now. Okay, cool. They're they're well, they're not really sentient, but they're they're as sentient as like an animal, I would say. Yeah, I, I guess the so question you is like you know, it's like a matter of do they have like particularly vulnerable spots? Because that's the mm-hmm. idea behind sneak sneak attack damage is that you're finding like a vulnerability and exploiting it. Uh, you're I, finding a little bit of dirt in the composition of the overall slime. I would say that it, they're able to focus their attention on one thing at a time, so you could uh, do the equivalent of backstabbing one. Okay, so that makes I, sense. I would like to. Uh, I would like to sneak along. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter if I'm about to attack it, but I'd like to uh, basically <laughs> make it so that I am drawing a line between, like you know. Grimgar and the thing to myself because that's how I've always uh, interpreted like you know flanking to work in the past although I think it's a little more simplified in 5e but old habits mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, do it but anyway uh... alright I'm guessing if they have a minus 2 dex they're not going to be super hard to hit yeah. oh uh, thankfully my bonus is decent. That's 14. Yeah, that'll hit. Alright, I can hit roll a 6. Okay. So I'm gonna roll a bunch of die right now. Um, and John, can you just arbitrarily tell me one or two? Uh, two. Okay. Uh, that's going to... I am going to use my, uh, what the fuck's it called? Deadly Strike? Savage Attack. 
and I'm going to roll my weapon twice just to see which is higher. Alright, sweet. That's going to be 15 damage. It's piercing if that matters. Um, Piercing does not. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you have anything else? Uh, let's see. What are my cunning action options? I will say there are some damages that are very important. I'm... <laughs> I, I know of these, but Grimgar does not. I am going to use a bonus action to disengage and uh, step back 10 feet. Okay. Okay. Um, then it is uh, Cody's turn. Oh, shit. Um, so, Madison actually disengaged and moved back? Yes. Uh, how far away are these slimes from Grimgar? Um, five feet. Within melee range. Both of them. Grimgar's actually in a different mood tonight. So he's going to look at the two of them and say, You might want to be careful of the ground you step upon, for it's not the same as what you're used to. And I'm going to have them each make a dexterity saving throw, uh, because Grimgar is casting Earth Tremor at level 3, and it is a 10-foot radius. If that okay. matters. Um, what's the DC? Uh, the DC, I believe, is 16? They both yes. fail. Alright. So they each take 3d6 damage. Nice. Is, is that right? First level spell, 2, 3. Yes. Cool. Uh, 3d6 bludgeoning damage and are knocked pl- prone. And the ground around me is now, if it's earth or loose stone, it becomes difficult terrain. Uh, that is a total of 12 damage. Okay. Um, it is a, it is they, just straight up stone, so it doesn't become difficult terrain? Uh, if the ground is loose earth or stone, it becomes difficult terrain it, until yeah, cleared. It's, it's not loose, it's just like straight up rock wall, you know? Well, well fine, whatever. They're still prone. God, Forrest, jeez. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to DM here and you're like. Wait, it doesn't say loose stone, it says loose earth or stone. And it's neither of those things. Wait, you just loose... said it's stone. Okay, fine, 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 fine. It is, it is difficult terrain. Are you guys happy? Are you happy now? Oh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. That's what they do. I mean, we want you to want it. Okay. Okay. Can you? <laughs> Can you As John sings, um, what you do, it's Cody? I, I don't think you've used a spell before, so I'm sort of curious how those work for Grimgar. Well, so, like prestidigitation, but yeah, he sort of like the light goes out, and in the darkness you just hear, and the earth beneath your feet rattles and rolls as you get dragged underneath the ground. And the entire ground around Grimgar starts to shake uh, with a fierce motion. You can't see what Grimgar is doing, but it is definitely fierce. He's fiercely masturbating. That's what he's doing. Hot. (laughs) And it is now um, slime number two's turn. And it... um, 
will just attack the thing that it is most recently attacked by. The source of this loud noise, Grimgar. But I'm going to say a 10 does not hit you. Grimgar looks at it and laughs. Okay. It just sort of like makes a oozy, gross extension come off of its body and flails ineffectively at you and just sort of completely misses. And it is now uh, Mike's turn. Mike Wazowski! <laughs> Mike Wazowski! Mike spends his turn yelling, Mike Wazowski! Uh, we just talked about this. Talking is still a free action. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> nope, it counts as a move action and your um, main action. You know what counts as a move action? Me putting my finger in your ass, motherfucker! Ooh. <laughs> Promise? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I was going to say something about putting that little brown ring on my finger. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the distant disgust from John. Yes. <laughs> um, was I? Okay, so... Um, I attack the closest thing to me. The closest enemy to me. <laughs> They're going to be pretty equidistant. There's one that has been attacked once by John, once by Cody, and one that's only been hit once by Cody. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I'm the closest thing to her, so. <laughs> that's why I corrected myself. Wait, I thought you uh, said I hit both of them. He did. You did hit both And I hit one okay. of them. <laughs> that was the difference. And they're prone, so she gets advantage. They're not prone. Aww. Why not? Maybe they because they're slimes. Yeah. Huh? They're, they're, oh, they're, um, they're oozes. Oh. You're so they can't I, really be knocked prone. I was kind of making that as a joke because I know what they are. <laughs> Ivana didn't, though. I wasn't paying attention. It I was doodling. Because you know your uh, character doesn't know. Yeah, my character doesn't know. Uh, she was just, she was just like doing some method acting. I get it. Yeah, definitely. That's that was the thing that I was doing. Um, I attacked the closest um, enemy to me. Uh, oh, you said they were equidistant. Um, yes. I will attack the one that's been hit twice. Okay. With my quarter staff. Do it. And wait, so since they're oozes, they can't be like. Are they? Do they not like? Words are hard. Um, can they not be stunned then either? Um, I can't tell you that. Um, I swing. With I my will tell you that they have a minus five charisma modifier, though. Huh. Doesn't help me. They're just the ugliest little things. Nobody wants to fuck that. Uh, do, so uh, does that mean they have a one? You know what I do want to do? Fuck that shit up. Ooh, nice. I, I was about and to say, some of us may be attracted to slimes. Come on now. Is the charisma a one? Like, I feel like it would. 18. One or two, oh, right? That, that, that hits the fuck out of it, Ivana. I'm gonna hit the fuck out of it. Um, that is not a D8. That's a D8. Um, 12. Damage. Excuse me. Why do I nice. keep burping? I'm sorry. Okay. And then I swing again with my quarterstaff. Yeah, with your force quarterstaff hit, you just sort of scoop a large chunk of the ooze off, and it goes splashing off in the distance, and it's sort of looking a little more shrunken and weak um, at this point. It's going the Slimy. Um, the 17. That will also hit. It's going full speed. Um, eight damage. 
It's yeah. Describe alone. your kill. All alone. <laughs> all alone <laughs> in a time of need. I think that's. I think those are the words. The, those are the words. Um, 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 and then I hit with my fisty fists. Oh shit! That sucks. You you, you um, killed it, Ivana. Oh no! It landed like right on the. Uh... Oh, I killed it. Yeah, you you already killed it. With... Oh okay. Um, well, I'm punching with the other one or the other one, but my d twenty my d twenty landed like right on the crook of the book and the desk. So I'm literally looking at both a twenty and a two. Damn it! Re- re-roll. Yeah, I know. Um. Well, I rolled a sixteen, so uh, yeah, twenty-four or wait, yeah, twenty-four. Yeah, don't don't even do the math. It hits. <laughs> um, that's gonna be eleven damage. Okay. Do you want to describe any of that punchy, punchy, slashy, slashy shit? Um, well, slashy. the slashy, slashy, I'm like, what's that? It's a and fucking, it's a I, bonus, like, a, a quarter sack, it's not slashing. Uh, well, I'm still, like, that's, swinging that, it through the like air. That's like saying, like, a club is a slashing weapon. Well, I'm still swinging it through the air, so it's, like, it's not slashing damage, but it slashes through the air. Um... Uh, it plays as I like knocks top pieces of slime everywhere, and then I do the same thing because all of a sudden I'm ch- channeling Kung Pao again. So I do like my <laughs> little martial arts fist, and I'm like, Wah! and then I um, stand. <laughs> no, note to the editor: bring down Ivana's levels there a little bit. It was a oh little, little high. Uh, note to self: increase my levels. <laughs> <laughs> note to the editor: figure out a way to. Uh project that face that she just made onto uh, <laughs> onto the audio recording because that was, that no, was note to the editor hi Ivana hi <laughs> hi future Ivana um yeah and so Mike makes that noise and he ends the stance where it's like he has his feet like more than shoulder width apart and he's like squatted down and he's got both his fists out like palm up, but they're like balled into fists, so it's like his wrists are up. Uh, gotcha. And he's just ready to fight again. Nice. Um, there is now uh, just one ooze left, and it will take its attack against again its most recently perceived enemy, which is uh, Mike. He's definitely and I'm gonna say a seven does not hit Mike. Nope, 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 nope. Cool. Um, John, it's your turn again because these oozes are shitty. Okay. They're the uh, infamous shit ooze. <laughs> yes. Now that you think about also it, it's not really shoes. a dirt smell you were smelling. It was actually just pure shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to do the same thing that I did last time, which is try sure. to take over the world. Hey. Hey. Sweet pink in the brain. Uh, that's a crit. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's going to miss. One is a genius. Yeah. The other's insane. Uh, when I crit, I don't double sneak attack damage, right? I just you double the, uh... do double sneak attack damage. You roll the damage dice twice. Aw, yes. shit! All, right. All damage dice. Yes. I, I've built characters specifically because of that reason. 36 damage. Yeah, describe the fuck out of this kill. <laughs> also, what, wait, what sort of damage are you doing? Uh, sl- uh, piercing. Okay, never mind then. 
Yeah, describe the fuck out of your kill, bro. That, I'm pretty sure that would have been enough to uh, kill me. Yeah, that's exactly my hit points. All right. Um, nice. Anyway, uh, I just come in and uh, just get a little artsy with the fucking thing. Just like, you know, it's it's like watching someone trim a hedge, except instead of, like, you know, it looking like an eagle or something, it just looks like a horrifying pile of oozy shit. But <laughs> Nice. I like it. But Madison thinks um, he's creating something beautiful. As he should. Because there's beauty in death. <laughs> um, you guys sort of pause for a second after the these two oozes are dead listening and you don't hear any other oozy noises coming from any corners of the room um and you believe that you are indeed now alone in this room Krimgar reaches out and feels Mike like his entire body be like oh that's an interesting pose <laughs> Krimgar's still like kind of reaching around in the dark he's like oh hold on reaching a second around, huh? yeah just definitely reaching around uh, he, he snaps his fingers and that light comes back. Um, I thought Mike was the Asian. Mike was gonna start singing. <laughs> he'll he'll turn to Grimgar and take his hand. Grimgar, I think we're alone now. There doesn't seem to be any ooze around. But uh, you're not alone. I'm right here. We're alone together. <laughs> Thanks for ruining the moment, Madison. He says in his accent. <laughs> wow, that was that was good. <laughs> that was some solid RP right there, Yvonne. Grimgar <laughs> like lifts one that, eyebrow. That was, goes. that was like first ten episode Molly level RP. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was missing Molly. I had to bring her back a little bit. Aww. You were Aww. missing Molly. I was missing Molly. Molly, Molly, Ivana. Oh my god. Oh my Molly. In all seriousness, uh, I don't think anyone misses Molly more than the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Especially the ones that keep sending us emails about it. (laughs) Man, we really miss having a moral compass, eh? Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway. Indeed. Anyway. What do you guys want to do? I don't know. I guess I'll search to see if they had anything inside of them. (laughs) <laughs> they they don't okay i'll tell you that now cool let's keep walking guys oh right i'm supposed to be stealthy i'm gonna shut up now okay uh, before so you-, you go into the darkness why would they be why would if they're beyond this expanse or this corridor why would they be, be protected by these things they don't seem Sentient, and he points to uh, he points to the thing, making it seem like Madison knows. Wait, what? What? Madison, please pay attention for at least five seconds. These things—they don't seem sentient. What do you mean? Why would they be protecting these other people? Do you think we should continue on, or the, maybe we've chosen the wrong path? They—they they might just live here. Why wouldn't they attack the other ones in green if this is where they meet? Maybe they thought because of the green that they were also made of ooze? (laughs) I love the inside of Madison's brain. (laughs) That actually might make some sense. Madison, are you feeling well? He he reaches out blindly in the darkness. (laughs) 
Let me check your temperature. Uh, Madison's already walking to the next room. Come on, guys. Let's go. So you just walk straight forward across the room? Yeah, but I'm still going to try and not be loud about it, even though I'm talking. Okay. I, I believe I, I'm going to interrupt you. I believe Mike and Grimgar are still holding hands because Grimgar still can't see. Neither can oh, Mike. Yeah, yeah neither. Like, light a torch or something. Yeah, I thought you like. Did did he was he able to keep it up during the fight? No, <laughs> he he just relit it. Yeah, he relit oh, it. He? Grimgar still thinks that Mike can see in the dark. Huh. Grimgar is really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of a pattern in this party. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so you guys walk to the other side of the room, or at least Madison does, and you're presented with a stone wall. That's it? Like, it's just a wall? Is there yeah, any... the floor is still a little sticky. Um, <sighs> you sort of pace around the whole walls of this room. It's not super big, probably 75 feet across, roughly circular, and all the walls just appear to be walls, except for the passageway you came down. Uh, I guess I'll just start feeling around the walls. Okay. Um, you don't notice anything that looks strange or feels out of place or anything on the walls. What about the floor? Ooh, what about the floor, Ivana? Can I inspect its stickiness? Is there anything on the floor? Um, you can't really see. Uh, or something? Hey, Grimgar, give me that little light thing you got. Of course, and he sna- you know he brings the light towards wherever uh, Mike is. Okay, and then you just sort of like hold it to the floor so you guys can look around. Yes. Yeah. After a couple minutes of scanning, you find almost in the center of the room uh, what looks to be a trap door on the ground covered in a thin, oily film. Hey guys, look! I found a door. It's a trap door covered in a thin, oily film. Subtle. What? I'm communicating my findings. (laughs) (laughs) I believe this is what they call a trap. Uh, What do you want to do? Is the door uh, latched in any way, or is it just there? Um, You see just, like, right in... It it looks like a very simple just hinge. There's one of those circular loops sort of handles. Does that make sense? Uh, Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like, if you've ever seen a a cellar door that's, like, outside built into the ground, um, and it's got, like, the ring handle that you have to, like, open and pull out up to open it? No? Okay. There's a handle and a It looks like a knocker. It it doesn't look like, yeah, it looks like a knocker, but it's actually the the handle. But it doesn't look to have a lock or anything on it. I'm trying to figure out if I have any bonus for searching for traps on account of being a thief. Don't think so, but you might. I know I have prof- proficiency to disarm one. I don't know that I have a uh, have one to find find them though. Uh, the hell with it. I'll I'll just uh, I'll fucking investigate, try and find traps anyway. You're gonna search for traps? Okay, give me a sleuth. Uh, that's an eight. <laughs> um, looks fine to you. I think it's safe, guys, and I pull it open. Okay. Um. um Oh, As go ahead, Madison goes to pull it open, uh, Grimgar is going to put a hand on Madison's shoulder <clears throat> and kind of just, don't worry, Madison, I've 
as, as long as I have known you, which only seems to be a day or so, I, I believe in what your capabilities are. And I'm going to give bardic inspiration to Madison. Okay. Um, Madison, what do you have on your hand? Do I have on my hand? Yeah. Are you wearing gloves or rings or anything? Um, let me check, but I don't think I'm wearing anything on my hand. Okay, no, it's just your hand? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um. Let me check my equipment. Nope, no rings. Oh, wait, okay. no, no. Scratch that. I have a signet ring. You have a signet ring? Although, actually, I don't think I would be wearing that. I think I would just pull it out if I needed to uh, seal something. Okay. Yeah, that I, I would probably agree. Okay, so you reach through and you touch the sort of oily pool that looks to be on top, and a ripple spreads out through it as you do so, and um, it again sort of coagulates into a gray ooze that um, is sitting on top of this door, preventing your hand from reaching through to grab it. Um, and we'll just stick with the initiative order you've already got, and John, you're going... Okay, I think I'm just gonna try and attack it then. The reason I put the gray ooze there is I was hoping somebody would poke it with metal and it can corrode metal. Oh, fuck. My weapon's made of metal. But you don't know that it can corrode metal. Yeah, I absolutely don't. God damn it. I like my rapier. Oh, well. Is your rapier magical? Yeah. Oh, it is? Oh, does does that fight corrosion somehow? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Alright, I'm safe in the bathroom. Taking a swingy swing. Uh, that's gonna be 17 plus 8 is 25. That'll hit. I don't think I'm in a sneak attack position though, because no one else has gotten up to the door yet. Um, you guys are all gathered around the trap door. Oh, are we? Yeah. So, does that mean I'm. Mike's the one who found it. Oh, does that mean I get it? Yeah. Hooray! Okay. That was not a great roll. Uh, and you also have Bardic Inspiration. What does that do again? I don't remember. Uh, <clears throat> bardic Inspiration can do... You can add a D8 to any ability check, attack roll, or damage roll, or saving throw. I'm going to go ahead or and add it to Or you can damage. use a reaction as... Oh, sorry. You can also use your reaction to increase your AC by that roll. I'm going to go ahead and add it to this damage. Uh, 22 damage. Um... Describe the exact kill. <laughs> nice. I touch Madison's it. like on top of it tonight. I'm impressed. I touch it and I'm just like, ew, get off me. And then I start stabbing at it. Just uh, kind of <laughs> okay. freaking out. Okay, gotcha. Nice. Um, you, you stab at it for a moment and sort of keep stabbing it even as it just sort of dissociates into a very thin pool all over the ground and it is clearly no longer moving. Okay. Um, yeah, in that case, now the, the trap door appears clear. It, it's it's clear now. Interesting. Thought it was clear as in wood. there's nothing. John? <laughs> clear <laughs> as in nothing on top of it. Thank you. Alright, now I'm just going to resume opening the door. Okay, yeah, you open the door, and you see a ladder extending straight down into the darkness. Uh, how far down does it go? Uh, d- does it go beyond the 60 feet that I can it see? It does. That that makes it horrifically unlikely that I'm just going to jump down then? All right. If it seemed short, I was just going to cut out the middleman and, like, tumble in. 
Would you like a ride down, my f- little friend? And he's going to look down at Mike. While while they talk to them, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start climbing down. Uh, Michael, like, hold uh, Grimgar's bicep. I sure Ooh. would. What the uh, hell? Yeah, what, did Gr- he turn something? I have no idea. I'm Susan A all of a sudden. I sure would. May Beauregard. So, something about My tits dear. on a bicycle. <laughs> that makes about as much sure sense as tits on a bicycle. <laughs> but yeah, while while they have their uh, their little flirty exchange, I I am I'm all business going down. Um, That'd be sweet. Go ladder. Than a glass of lemonade. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, Madison, you're leading the way down the ladder. I am. With Grimgar Mike following. Uh, yeah, Grimgar with Mike clinging to Grimgar apparently. Okay. You um descend the ladder about eighty feet before you can. I mean, you can see the ground after like twenty feet. You can see ground below you in another cavern. Um, and after about a total of eighty feet down this ladder, you have reached the ground. Um, and again, you're in another large cavern, probably 20 feet high. You can't see the far walls. But Mike and Grimgar, as you look around in the faint light cast by this little spell Grimgar has created, you see what appear to be a number of humanoid figures surrounding you um, in menacing positions with weapons drawn. And Madison... What you see is even farther beyond that, even more and more of these humanoid figures with weapons drawn, with looks of either intense rage or intense fear written into their faces as they um, surround you guys, um, unmoving. So Grimgar sees this, right? Yes. Give me one second. Why, hello, gentlemen and ladies, of course. I assume you to be the ones in green. There's no response. I forgot to put my robes on, but they're in my bag. Very funny, Madison. Uh, no, I actually do have robes my- in my bag. Uh, Michael yell, Gatog! Gatog! It's supposed to be their, like, greeting or whatever. Uh, no response, w- and the room is, in fact, 100% silent. I'm going to give it three seconds, and I'm going to swing at one. Uh, <clears throat> before he does that... Oh, this is probably not going to work, but... Uh, I see you huddle masses beneath the earth, clinging to whatever's left of this decrepit pile of shit. I, what are you trying to accomplish here? You're just a small contingent, a cancer upon this world... Come now. Surely, surely you can find some other way to survive. Because we are the storm which shall cut out the cancer. Do you wish to be the cancer or that which is left behind? Because I'll tell you now that this, is no, this storm has no eye and we will destroy you. Isn't that right, Madison? Like we destroyed their little friend outside. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Which Can I roll intimidation? Which friend are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> give, me, give me an, an, an intimidation, Grimgar. Oh. Oh, 26. That's good. 
like you feel like you just delivered the best fucking speech of your life. Like you know these fuckers are going to be moved and like cower before you. But they remain unmoving and silent. Are they fucking zombies? Are they statues? They're mushrooms or they're controlled by fungus, I think. I'm going to stab one. You you attack the nearest um creature? Yes. Okay. You lunge forward with... You have a rapier, right? That's correct. Okay. You lunge forward with your rapier and deliver what should be a devastating stro- uh, strike straight to the throat, but your weapon just sort of glances off as you hit it, and now that you get closer and take a second to sort of examine it, you realize that it is, in fact, made of stone with a look of pure terror written into its face, um, and just at that moment, you hear a slithering sound. Oh, fuck. Coming from behind you, um, back, but like past where um, Grimgar and Mike are, and as you turn around, you see a huge behemoth of a creature with eight legs, covered in spikes and piercing, glowing blue eyes, staring you down. This is going to be and a f- you a fat what, chance what that I would know. But can I roll like an intelligence check to see if I can figure out what this is? Um. I will let all of you, and I will say that Mike and Grimgar, you also hear this noise at the same time. And it's a basilisk! I know. And you're not... Yeah. <laughs> I was so oh, glad thinking... you guys didn't Never figure mind. it out as soon as you got down here. I was really proud of using a basilisk, and I'm so glad it took you guys a little bit to figure it Never out. Never mind. Well, I only say basilisk because of Harry Potter, but... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Four minus and, two um, is two. <clears throat> I have no fucking idea. Would this be history? Um, I just did a straight, straight intelligence, intelligence check. Because if, if it were history, I'd have a five, not a two. But, um, but yeah, Mike and Grimgar, I will say that all you guys can really see are these glo- like glowing, piercing blue eyes behind you. Do we die? This uh, thing no, Grimgar is pissed. This thing doesn't look friendly, guys. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Let's make it friendly. And I'll like smack my quarterstaff into my hand. I, that was a good speech, you motherfucker. I don't think I'm gonna I kill it. you. Um, Mike, what did you say your intelligence was? Zero. Your roll was a zero. Oh, uh, six. Sorry. Yeah, none of you have any idea what it is. Just yeah. a large, uh, lizard-like monster with eight legs, uh, and covered in spikes, coming at you. I kind of feel like it's not like our rolls combined might not have done it. Yeah. <laughs> We're so fucking dumb. <laughs> Maybe combined. Maybe. Remember, I'm only adding two to the equation. <laughs> are you guys? Um, yeah. Do you guys? Are you guys okay with just sticking with your initiative rolls from the first part? I certainly am. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's fine with me. Okay. Okay. Um. Equals what's math? Okay, um, Grimgar, it's you. All right, since I have a small torch or a small light in my hand, um, shit. Grimgar's kind of pissed. He's going to go ahead and cast. Um, oh, this is really hard. He's going to cast okay. Shatter, uh, behind the creature. Are okay. you just gonna like What's destroy all of these people that have been turned into stone? 
Uh, he's going to cast Shatter at a second level. Oh, why are you messing up on me? Pretty sure it's 3d8. But uh, make a DC... Make a constitution save, uh, Mr. Basilisk, as, with the other hand, Grimgar will snap his finger again, and a loud shockwave will emanate from behind the uh, basilisk. basilisk. It, it fails its um, save. Cool. It takes 3d8 thunder damage. Oh, shit. Well... 11 and 13 total damage. 13? Okay. Yep. And, and, and so does any other loud. stone creature around it. Okay. I'm assuming it makes a loud sort of booming sound behind it, too? Yeah, he, he snaps his finger and that booming sound emanates from behind it. And he goes, That was a great speech, you motherfucker! <laughs> so- so it, it, it's thunder, not sonic damage? It's not sonic damage. Huh, weird. There's actually a difference between thunder and lightning damage. Uh, I, I, there used, oh, right, because thunder is the noise. Okay. Right, yeah. fair enough. Um, I'll say it sort of whips around very quickly when it hears this noise, and... Um, will just attack the nearest creature to it after it spins around, which is just a random statue, and it will just crush it with one mighty paw, just slam down and reduce the whole statue to dust as it does so. Um, but you guys, at least, are safe for the now being. Time being. <laughs> for and, the now uh, being. For the now being. And, um, Mike, it's your turn. I do the thing with my little thingamajig. Um, actually, okay. Yes. I will um, hit with my quarterstaff, and that is a 19. Okay, that'll hit. Uh, 10 damage. Nice. And um, I'm going to go ahead and use a key point to do a flurry of blows. Nice. Uh, Oh, wait, and that's actually, I automatically hit, right? If I'm using a key point, I don't have to roll for it. I have no uh, idea. I don't remember. You have to roll for it. Those are separate attacks. They're with your fists oh, rather okay. than the yeah. staff. Immediately after you take the attack action on your turn, you can spend one key point to make two, un- uh, attar- two okay. unarmed. Yeah. So then... Chances are, like, if you hit with them, there's also another effect, right? With the... What's my closets? Like, yes. Are you... I feel like if are you... Are you wave the open the, fist? If you... Oh, that might be, yeah. What? Yeah, Which, I am way of the open hand. Um. Anyways, I rolled a 16, so that is uh, 24. Yeah, that'll hit. Oh. Um, 7 damage. And then 18. Hits right. That'll hit. And then 10 damage. And then... Do you have another attack? Um, Yes. Um, it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be knocked prone. Uh, it gets a 14. Okay, oh, is that against my dex? Uh... It's against your spell save. Yeah, it would be, like, you know, something long. Why do I always forget what that is? Is that my... It's 8 plus proficiency plus your spell. Oh, I wrote that down somewhere. Uh, in the case of... should be on... Oh, 13. Wait. I'm sorry, what's what's the DC, Ivana? Huh? Uh, 13, I think. Hold on. 
Did you add your proficiency to that? Yeah. Okay, then um, it succeeds. Okay. Um, and then, the so that was that. Nope. And then I hit it again with my quarterstaff. Um, that is a 16. That will miss. Bitch. You did just and hit it a lot. I know. But I wanted to hit it again. And then I punch again with my fisty fists. And that is a 25. That hits. And then that is 11 damage. Um, damn it, describe your fucking kill. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Ow! <laughs> Basilisks are squishier than they should be. I, didn't I did not know it was going to be that squishy. I almost lied to you. I almost <laughs> lied to you and told you that it was still alive just so I could try to petrify one of you. Like, that's why it took me so long to tell you that you killed it, because I didn't want to tell you that. Um, I go and I do the, like, cheesy, like, wind-up punch from, like, the cartoons. Oh, where yep. I, like, uh, like, I twirled my fist around in the air and I punch him through the gut. Um, and <laughs> so my fist ends up inside of his stomach and I'm like, oh, yes! Oh, and I pull out my hand and it's all covered in basilisk guts. Gross. Nice. Um, yeah, you killed the basilisk. I hate you guys. <laughs> I didn't even get a turn that time. You can't hate me for that. Uh, I know. I just get mad. I, like, it I was intentionally a low challenge rating. It's not really the point. I just wanted to use a basilisk. But <laughs> still. Yeah, you killed it. Uh, I'll search it. You find some basilisk guts inside of it. <laughs> and outside can, of it. Can Grimgar look at the rest of the statues to see if they had the same clothing as the people? Um, no, none of them do. Maybe they have sacrifices. Not sure whether or not to respond in character to that. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't talking in character. I Maybe like they're sacrifices? Yeah, yeah I know. I feel like we're going the wrong direction, but, like, with the whole... I don't know. Okay. So you've been through the ooze room. You've been through the basilisk room. What Man, you if do? you just tell us the names of these rooms ahead of time. Yeah, we're going to go <laughs> through the Trask room next. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, we continue. Um. Okay. Um, you reach the far wall, and you see some clear... Uh, a clear ladder, sort of... When you um, say clear... Carved. An obvious ladder <laughs> carved into the side of this cavern um, going up about 20 feet where there looks to be a ledge. Climb it. Okay. Uh, you get to the top and you see a passageway that fairly steeply slopes upward with stairs built into the um, oh, good. So bottom. It's, 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 it's a staircase, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you reach the top and there's a staircase leading upwards about 20 feet where you can see another trap door built into the roof above you, John. Something tells me that people wouldn't go this far for a tea party. Could someone knock out Grimgar? Because I'm tired of playing him this way. <laughs> oh, is it like any time he like wakes up? Yeah. Gotcha. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna say, come on guys, and I'm gonna keep walking. Yeah, I'm going. Wait, you're walking through the trapdoor? Yeah. I'm assuming that we're going up into the trapdoor. 
Yeah, you reach the top of the ladder, and then there's a ledge that then uh, is then followed by a bunch of stairways, or a stairway upwards where there's a trap door at the very top built into the ceiling. I'm doing the. I'm going through the trap door. Whether they follow you try to open the trap door. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This trap door, you have to push, and as you sort of push upwards on it, you're only able to lift it a very small distance, and then it slams shut as if there's a very heavy weight on it from the other side. As th- there's a difference, like if if he's pushing on it and then it snaps shut, or is he it, it pushing a little bit and then slams back down? It's not locked. It's able to give a little bit, but he's not able to sustain the force because of this weight that's being pushed down on it from the other side. Hmm. Does that make sense? Is it like a solid wooden trapdoor? Um, yeah, solid wood. I'm trying to decide if I can stab through it with my rapier and see if anyone's standing on it. Hey, Grimgar, you're strong. Why don't you try pushing that trapdoor? I believe Madison is in front of us. I don't want to take the lead so preemptively. If you would, Madison. And he kind of, like, gestures to the side. What am I doing now? Well, we're on a ladder, right? (laughs) I I guess Grimgar kind of, like, crawls over Madison, his bustling, like, his bursting muscles around Madison's head, reaches one hand up to push against the uh, trap door. Make an athletics check? Uh, yes. Does anyone want okay. to Okay. Uh, I'll slide down so that I'm not being covered by this, uh... Yeah. Hulk of... Muscly behemoth? Something like that. Oh, yeah. But neither of you are going to assist. Are either of you trained in athletics? Uh... Um, I am, actually. I will... Okay. Oh, wait, no. Just kidding. That's acrobatics. Oh, never mind, then. So uh, just yeah, roll a... Okay, go for it, Grimgar. Athletics check. That is a 15. Total? That's a total, yeah. Okay. I'll say that you're able to sort of push it up enough that it gets maybe six feet or an inch up at its widest point, and as you do so, you begin to hear a sort of squealing sound coming from beyond the door, and as you push it up a little farther, there's suddenly, like, just a... It essentially feels like a waterfall coming down on top of you. And um, you realize that it's squirming on top of you. And it's just a mass of rats that came through the crack that you made in the door falling all over all of you. I just got the heebie-jeebies, and I like rats. Grimgar picks one up in his mouth and eats it. You you gain the strength of a rat. <laughs> Minus three Add strength. Pl- Add plus point zero 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 one strength. How many rats are there? I want to eat them all. Um, at this point, probably fifty rats have fallen down to where you guys are at, and are sort of just scurrying about at your feet. Down some down the stairs, some running all over you guys trying to find food. Um, are are you holding the door open still? Yes, Grimgar will try to persist and push all the way open. Okay, um, do either of you want to help him in this, or what are Mark or Mike no. and uh, what are Mike and Madison doing? Madison is trying very hard to not be covered in rats. <laughs> okay, so he's just like sort of frantically swatting them all yeah. off of him. Uh, okay. Mike will help with the door. Okay, um, give me an athletics check, Ivana. Do it. <sighs> Seventeen. Oh, you did better than uh, Grimgar did. Aw. 
Lucas just said, I almost choked on my popcorn and the rat waterfall was described. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> no, it was, it's definitely creepy. Yes, that's what I wanted. I did want that. Um, cause that's just like the most horrible thing I can imagine. Just this torrent of rats falling on top of you and squirming, probably some of them falling into your clothes, their little tails all over your Ugh. face. Oh, I'm not even oh, creeped look. out by rats and it just sounds oh, really creepy to me. No. It's so funny because I had rats as pets and this exact thing has happened. I had two of them and they walked all over my face. Uh. And it, rats are fucking cool. They are. I like them. I used to have rats too. I've never had rats. Me neither. I had a guinea pig or a hamster. Okay, but between the two of you, you are able to open this door and there is just a mass of rats, more and more sort of scurrying down and falling down on top of you guys with a loud squeaking camp sound coming from the room beyond. Um, and it just appears to be filled with a very large number I of rats. I am going to throw some of my artisanal gouda on the ground far away from me. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um... I, if I had to quantify how many rats go chasing after it, I would say about 25%. Can I, when Mike sees you do that, can I do the same thing? Oh, I will just roll out my one wheel of Gouda, and I'll just, like, roll it away. Okay. If I had to quantify how many rats left with that, I'd say about 65% of the rats covering you guys, and that continue to pour through. So you're now down to just about 10% of the original rats still surrounding you. Though it does sound like there's still a large number in the room beyond. Beyond. Or above, I should say. Can, can Grimgar snatch one of the rats and like hold it in his hand? He goes, hey guys, check this out. Fuck you, rat. And explode it with vicious mockery. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need a better insult than that. For a rat? <laughs> Your tail's so scaly, it looks like a magic carp. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that will work. That will work. Uh, roll for damage. No, don't roll for damage. You kill the rat. It looks at you with a shocked expression on its little face, and then just sort of silently throws its head back and croaks in your hands. <laughs> Grimgar kind of looks to the side and goes, Well, that was rude. Can you at least let me do the talking from now on? Is he talk- he's, he's talking he's, to himself. He's rocking the DID. DID? Dissociative Identity Disorder. Okay, so everyone Shoot, got this magic carp turns. thing except for me. It's a Pokemon. Yeah, I see that in chat, but... I, I It's a fish Pokemon. Fair enough. Stop calling it a Pokemon! But they're Pokemon. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, no, you play with Pokemon. No, I, I, I think he plays with uh, with the people who like the being played with po- by Pokemon. That's <laughs> <laughs> where I was going to. Right, anyway. Alright, so... Do... Would you like guys like to move into the room I, above I you? I guess I'll or? do it. I don't feel good about it, but... Okay. Um, as you step up, um, you can see that you're on a small ledge, um, and then in front of you there's just a roiling, inky blackness <laughs> of rats. Um, 
in, on covering, like entirely covering the floor in front of you. And with your elf eyes, you can see on the far wall um, what looks to be a, a tunnel built into the wall just above the level of rats. So like below you is rats, and then 30, or, uh, 30 40 feet beyond um, across this puddle or this pool of rats is another exit. Um, but you have to sort of tread through the wall or through the uh, roiling mass of rats to get there. Let me see what I have in my inventory. Uh, I'm going to use my tinderbox to set my rope on fire and then throw it towards the mass of rats. Poor rats. Throw it towards the what? I'm sorry. The mass of rats. Okay. Um. Yeah, so your rope catches on fire pretty easily and you throw it in, and now the fire just sort of spreads across the sea of rats, um, and their squeals intensify a hundredfold, and they're just... squeaking little rats going crazy in there as they catch on fire and then run around like crazy in this sea of rats, spreading the fire... Um, between all of the rats and just essentially leaving you with a flaming inferno of slowly dying rats in front of you. I have a... Grimgar's gonna... Grimgar's gonna look at Madison and be like, in any other culture, this would be some sort of omen. You've parted the Red Sea. I don't know what you mean there. I'm not sure either. And he, like, touches his nose where he's bleeding a little bit. (laughs) Um... One, two in chat brings up a good point. Did I mention that the rats are clambering on one another? <laughs> God. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I had a flask of oil that I was going to throw on it if the rope didn't do the trick. I mean, they're on fire. They're just not all dead yet. Like, this is several feet deep of rats. It's going to take it a little I'll, bit. I'll throw the flask of oil into the fire then. We're not Oof. dead yet, squeaked the rats. Um, I don't know. Do you guys feel like throwing a flask of oil onto a flaming pile of rats would That can all? run around everywhere? Um, I believe in, in, in chat it says the ends justify the means. So yes, probably. Um, yeah, I'll say after probably 15, 20 minutes of listening to these poor innocent creatures dying screams as they burn in a terrible pile of all they have ever known or loved. Do they Um, burn, burn, burn? You're not going to make me feel bad about setting rats on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it, It eventually subsides and you're just left with some smoldering rat corpses a couple feet deep. Um, between you and the uh, between you and the exit on the other side. Burns, burns, burns. They're real far. If I make it through this, rats. What could be next? If I make it through this, I'm gonna need to buy a new rope. <laughs> I've got forty feet of robot tape you can borrow. I forgot that you took the caution tape. <laughs> yep. Alright, so, uh, I'm gonna wait for someone else to, uh, walk. And it burns, burns, burns. The rat's on fire. Because, uh, I'm hoping if someone walks before me, they'll sort of clear a path. Grimgar will take the lead at this point, if there's actually light. I mean, there's, (laughs) there's, 
Oh, yeah, I'll say that some of the rat corpses are still flaming a little bit, um, palely illuminating uh, the darkness. I didn't realize they killed gay rats. That's a hate crime. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Gently. Can we not kill the gay rats, please? Like, gay rats are people, too. I mean, it's it's too late now. That that ship is sailed. Yeah. And Grimgar, you're able to see at the um, far side where there is an exit way on the other, uh, another tunnel on the other side. Would you like to go through there and wade through the rats? Uh, Yes, please. Um, You do it. It's sort of terrible. You can feel crunching under your boots as you stepped on their scorched little rat skeletons. Um, but you, you make it through, and you're, you, uh, climb up into this passageway. It's sort of narrow, or sort of short, so you have to sort of duck to walk through it. Um, but you walk through, and as you continue through this passageway, it's very short before it opens up again. And you smell the air, and you can feel, like, even just the change in the air, and it feels very damp all of a sudden. I will follow Grimgar. Damp as in Damp as in what it was before Damp as in Moist Very moist (laughs) Let's uh, Okay let's use the word Moist a ton Uh, Grimgar will continue forward Moist 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 Well and for those listeners that are still with us, thank you so much. I, I never hated that Moist word until I hear, heard it uh, that many times consecutively in a row. <laughs> um, and uh, Madison, as you come out of the tunnel, you're able to see before you that there is a large um, underground lake uh, just two or three feet below the ledge where you guys have found yourselves at this far um at this end of the cavern, and you cannot see the bottom of the lake, the whether that's because of its depth or just the fact that it's water, and you can see less far through it, you're not sure. But there do. <laughs> but it is reading be... War and Peace, so. <laughs> but there do appear to be some small, sleek, dark shapes um, darting through the water um, below you. And the lake is basically the entirety of this room. Yeah, all you you can see you can actually see the other wall um, in this room, and all the other walls. It's fairly rectangular, but you know curved off. So it's about sixty feet long, thirty feet wide, um, and you can see that the lake covers the entire ground except for this ledge, which you guys are on. I think we're going to have to go in the water, guys, but there's definitely something in there. I'm pretty sure at this point, if I had a religion based around tea, I would uh, jump off of that train, so to speak. Based around tea? Okay, maybe maybe that's not what he says. Not around tea, but rather around knitting, because I'm pretty sure that Leia said it was around knitting club. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Where is she? She's at the bar. She's. We locked yeah. her. Oh, she's locked yes, in. Yes, you did. I didn't. Well, I slash Grimgar didn't want her to get hurt. Good, good. 
leaving a child by themselves is generally a good way for, for them to not get hurt, so. <laughs> well, like, imagine her going too. against a bath- basilisk. She oh, that would be amazing if she had turned into stone. <sighs> she, wouldn't, she wouldn't be crying anymore. Um, I am going to... God damn it, I'm going to go in the water. You're just going to jump right I'm in? I'm going to jump in. I feel like this okay. is a bad idea. Same. Um, one of the creatures sort of slowly swims up to you, and as it get clo- gets closer, it looks like some sort of snake or, or maybe an eel, and it brushes up against your leg, and you take three shock damage as you feel a jolt run through your body. Ah, oh, damn it! What? What happened? This little bastard shocked me. Are you surprised? Why'd you fucking jump into those water? Get the fuck out, well, Madison. We, we need to. We need to find the way out of here, and it's not above water. Yeah, but you, you can stab the little fuckers from up here. Just get. All right, whatever. Kill something, why don't you? Um, I wonder if I can swim. <laughs> That's probably just think- tied into athletics now, isn't it? Yeah. I, like, I wouldn't make you roll for your ability to swim. I'm going to assume all of you can swim. And I believe swim speed is half of your movement speed. Okay. That sounds so right. That sounds right. I'm, I'm going to go in, like, further and hope that this works out for me. Keep swimming? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, a couple more of these, what you now perceive to be electric eels, mm. swim up towards you. But they just sort of dart past after slowing down to investigate you. They're apparently not curious enough to actually check anything out. I, I'm i just going to, like, I'm going to see if I can find a way out. Okay. So you do you just sort of swim to the other side yeah. and see what's over there? Mm-hmm. Um, there don't appear to be any passageways uh, built into the walls up at this level or... Like above you or anywhere that you can see. Uh, is it possible that I'm gonna I'm gonna submerge and see if I, there's something below the water? Okay. Um, do you guys think I should make an athletics check for something like that? Mm. No. Depends on how it's it... him holding his breath. So that would be that'd be know. Constitution, right? Constitution. constitution, yeah. Okay, yeah. Give me a Constitution save, and we'll relate that to how far you're able to travel underwater. Okay. Uh, seven. Um, you sort of submerge for just a second, but right after you do it, an eel swims up to you, towards you really, really quick, and you have to hurriedly bring yourself back up to the surface um, before you're able to um, really see much of anything in order to actually avoid this eel attack. I'm going right the fuck back down. Are uh, Mike and Grimgar doing anything? Can Grimgar kind of grab Madison as uh, he starts room. to go back down? He's on oh, the other shit. side. Oh, shit, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Grimgar's not going to do anything then. Uh, I'm going to try again. That was worse. Five. You don't... You barely make it underwater, and you just get um, uh, water up your nose as you try. And I'm going to give you, like, one more shot, or else I'm going to have to say you need to come up with something else or have somebody else I'll do take it. one more shot. Jesus Christ, I'm rolling like shit. All right. 
Hey, Mike, do you think he's trying to drown himself? He, he's finally gone insane, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's trying to do. And I assume Phil I Madison. can't, like, see too far under the water. Um, I'll say that it's half of, or a quarter of your normal vision distance. Um, one, two in chat just said, Swimming and climbing don't require checks under easy conditions. Then um, Eliza asked, are electric eels easy conditions? And Lucas responded with, if they feel a little slutty. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) The chat is funnier than we are, like, 90% of the time. And it makes me angry. Like, quit stealing your fucking thunder, guys. You're here to laugh about how funny we are, not not distract each other. Alright, what the hell else do I have? Let's see. As long as the eels are longer than Grimgar's dick... Oh, they probably are. Michael, uh, compare that for you. Ooh. Madison, you trying to kill yourself? What are you doing? I'm trying to find a way out. It's, Underwater? It's not above the fucking water. Yeah, well, calm your fucking tits. Alright, um, can I, like, keep my body above water and just stick my head in? Um. You can't see, I don't think. You, yeah, you won't be able to see oh, if you okay. do it. Then never mind. Although, actually, I should be able to see if I do it. Yeah, yeah, you'd have, like, a fifth of your normal... Sorry, not a fifth, a quarter of your normal. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try just looking instead of swimming down. See if I can at least see something. Oh, just sort of poke your head yeah. under there and look around? Because I've kind of um, been focused on just working my way down. Where are you? I'm against the other wall on the other side. The far wall? Yeah. Okay, you look down, and you can actually see just below you what looks like a hole in the wall um, under you. It's so dumb that I didn't look before I started swimming down. All right, I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> does the hole look large enough to accommodate me? It would probably be a fairly tight fit, like maybe three foot diameter that would be a fair yeah it looks about three foot diameter so it's large enough for you to fit through certainly okay i'm gonna i'm gonna tell them i found an opening and i'm just gonna go through it if you'll allow that give me a deck saving throw uh eighteen okay um yeah a couple eels will sort of curiously examine you as you attempt it, but you find yourself in a passageway that just slopes upwards, still filled with water, um, once you go through the hole. I'm going to try and get my head above water as quickly as possible. Yeah, you just have to swim, like, 10 or 15 feet up, and you find yourself, um... So, the, it, it slopes straight upward for a little bit, mm-hmm. then levels off, then drops straight down with the ladder beyond. Um, did that make sense? Yes, Okay. It's like it's like a a uh, 45 degree angle right there. I have stopped concerning myself with whether they're following me and I'm just going to keep going. Really? Yeah. Okay, what are Mike and Grimgar doing? You see Madison like go under What did you yell right before you went under? I said I found bed? an opening and then I went Okay. Yeah, that's the last thing you would hear Mike and Grimgar and then he just disappears. Madison disappears and doesn't resurface. I tried to find him an opening earlier, but he refused my offers. I mean, that woman was exquisite. Ooh. <laughs> uh, 
I just want to tell the listeners that both John and Ivana shook their heads. I I'm a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot women, whatever. And uh, Michael stomp into the water to where Madison was. And okay, give me a deck save. Also, you should probably tr- figure out a way where you can oh, see. Oh man. Um, 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 um. Twenty-one. You know what? Um, my Madison has a point. Do it at disadvantage. But you said I could see where he wa- where she yeah where he was. Yeah, that's because I wasn't thinking then. Fifteen. Yeah, just let the players think for you, Forrest. Fifteen. One of the eels comes up to you and um, rubs against your arm and delivers two points of shock or lightning damage. I guess is what it's actually called um, to you. Suck my dick. Um, and you're sort of just like blind out here in the water right now. You can see Grimgar because he's got a light, but that's about it. Um, I rolled a fifteen. So am I not where? Madison was? All that that means is that the eel shocked you. Like, Wait. Are you just going to try to Why am I rolling blind? for the... Are you uh, it was try a deck to... save. I don't, I d- don't want to roll attack rolls for them. I have you guys try to dodge them. Except for the first one. Oh, the first one just okay. got licking on me regardless, but... It did, yeah. Um, do you just want to sort of swim blind across this thing to try to figure out where Madison went? So did I... So I did not see where Madison was. Because you originally said that I saw where she was, or where he was. You, Once you're underwater, you though, I don't, like... Yeah, you, you, you heard can... that he was at the far end of the tunnel. So you know he's pretty much straight across from where you are. And you see him there, but or you heard him there. But that's that's it. You, you couldn't see him. You guys, like, haven't really made light. Yo, Grimgar, can you make any more light than that? Unfortunately not. I... I'm not in possession of more skills than this. I can only make this simple little small candle light. You don't have, like, just the light cantrip? Nope. Damn. Uh, Or, damn! Mike will will (laughs) try and swim in the direction which he heard Madison. Okay. Um, You find yourself after just... A little bit of um, swimming uh, against a rock wall, uh, and you believe it's where Madison was last at. Can I feel around? Um, just like at the surface? No, like underwater with my hands. Just feel the rock wall. Yeah, give me a con. <laughs> Three. Ha! Huh. Huh. Yeah, you manage to duck underwater and just instantly get a mouthful of water and have to come spluttering back up to the surface. I do this thing. And then try again. What's Grimgar doing? Jacking off. Thinking about hot women. That's not necessarily true. His motivations aren't exactly clear. <sighs> Anyways, yeah. Um, Michael, try again. Um, and that is a 20 this time. Modified. Okay, yeah, you're able to go underwater and sort of search for a, a solid, like, 30 seconds and uh, you don't find any sort of passageways built into the wall where you're at, and you're starting to think you might not actually be at the far end of the, pa- of the uh, lake where you thought you were. In other words, I rolled a five for you when I checked to see if you got there. I hate you. <laughs> Do you have a torch? I feel like a... 
Uh, I mean, I'm in water now, right. so... Right, but, like, you could light the torch just to get across the room, at least. I don't think I have a torch, or at least I haven't written one down for myself. If you have a kit, you probably have a torch. I don't... I never wrote down my kit. Sure I do. I actually don't have torches. I have candles, but... Alright, Grimgar will take out of his Dungeoneer's pack a torch... Oh, yeah. And snap his finger and light it. I... So uh, Mike sees. Yeah, Mike, you can now see that you actually accidentally turned left at some point while swimming. And uh, you're against one of the side walls as opposed to the far wall where you had intended to be. Okay, so if uh, I, dri- er, I drive. I drive <laughs> over to the far wall. Um, I'll swim <laughs> over to the far wall. And yeah, I okay. don't have a kit because I remember wanting to... I think I chose a, a musical instrument for uh, Mike. Yeah, or okay. Kung Pao originally. You, you can choose Sounds gold and basically decide what you buy instead of getting a kid as well. Like, yeah, no, I had the choice of artisan's tools or one musical instrument, and I vaguely what, remember choosing a musical what instrument. What musical instrument do you have? I don't know because it's on Kung Pao's and not Mike's um, character sheet. Why not just make it up now? Yeah. Uh, because I actually chose something, so I need to find my character sheet for it. I hope it's a triangle. I pro- I think I chose something stupid like that, actually. Oh, yeah. So that when oh, next time uh, Grimgar sings something, you're just accompanying him with... Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Or a tambourine or something shitty like that. I, I know I chose something fucking stupid, like bongo drums or fucking... Oh... <laughs> I was about to say, Grimgar has... I, I wrote out all the things, and all of the tools that Grimgar knows how to use are lute, drums, mouth harp, and great axe guitar. Mouth harp <laughs> is just harmonica, right? Yeah, it's just harmonica. Okay. Fucking hate harmonica. That, that's, um, it's, that's for the situation where Grimgar gets put in jail. Yeah, fair enough. I really need a pee, so can I, like, walk away for a moment? Run! Okay, bye. While they're gone, I- I'm keeping going. Okay, you just keep going? Oh. Wait. wait, they're gone right now, both of them? Yeah. Okay. You continue down a tunnel, and, um... But... Mm. Anyway, so, uh, what's happening as I, uh, move forward? A thing that I was gonna end the episode with, but mm. but but my and Grimgar are still back in the previous room. Oh, am I triggering an encounter early? Not quite. It's just that it was it was gonna be the um, moment that I was planning on ending it with, and I don't know if I want to end it while they're both back there. But, fine. So, you uh, step out of the water, and you're sort of soaking wet, and you find a ladder uh, going down to the darkness below you. But the weird thing is, it's not actually dark below. You see some flickering light, and what sounds like humanoid voices coming from the darkness below you. Huh. Uh, are they speaking common? Um, no, they're not. Uh, are they speaking... Arin, Elvish, or Sylvan? Uh, they're not in Elvish or Sylvan. Arin? They are not. No. 
Oh, nor Arin. Infernal? Uh, you're you not don't there. No, you're not there. But I'm just asking questions. I'm right. sorry. We're we're through my ears right now. We can only understand what I can understand. Okay, so like, can I see anything? Like, p- um, peer around? no. Down at the bottom, you just see um, rock, and it looks like off to one side is where the light enchanting are coming from. But you can't see it yet. You can just sort of see the light. Okay. Um. Uh. You know, down at the bottom. Interesting. I. Uh... I don't know if you want to go back to them at all, but my plan will be to just sort of try and sneak around and uh, get a better look. Or a look. You you go downstairs? Mm-hmm. Um, as you get closer, you can sort of make out words that you somewhat recognize from um, the letter you'd seen before, and you can hear a chorus of voices chanting something about Gitog and Beleg, and you can't make out all of it, but you recognize a couple of words like that. And as you reach the bottom of the ladder, you find yourself on a ledge overlooking a very large cavern filled with torchlight. And as your eyes sort of scan the room, it's sort of blinding at first, but as your eyes slowly adjust, you see in the center of the room on a raised plinth what looks to be a large anthropomorphic chicken And as your eyes continue farther up this plinth, you see a large wooden, what appears to be a cross, except with the crossbeam in the shape of a giant branch. Huh. Uh, We got rid of him. You didn't. You didn't get rid of him. Get ready for freaking barbecue chicken. (laughs) And I will say that all the people down there are also all wearing the green and gray robes that you are now also familiar with. Right, right. I'm going to throw green and, the green and gray robes that I have over my clothing. Okay. Um, let's end there. Unless we want to get Grimgar and Mike across the river first, but, or the lake, but I feel like right now is probably the better point. Uh, I'm okay ending it here. Okay. Either or. I can make you a constitution check, because that's kind of what I'm good at. Let's just um, call it now with this uh, whole sort of discovery of the Gedchaner um, under the thing. And um, so, no, never mind. I'm just, I'm dumb. And so I specifically planned out the order of this rooms, where you went through the oozes, basilisk, rats, eels, then Gedchaner. If you flip that around and then take the first letter of every word, G is G-R-B-O. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> You're the worst person. Ivana, are you mad at me? No, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Right? You didn't think I was going to let this not happen, right? I hate you so much. Like, Michelle predicted it on Twitter, like, two months ago. I, uh, I had inklings since you said, like, I was drunk that episode, but then the next episode you were like, oh, there was a picture of corn. I was like, wait, is this a, should I say it? Like, even? With, with Cornelon? Yeah, is it a Cornelon versus Gerbo thing? It, It could be. Uh, does that mean we get to kill Gerbo? Because that'd be kind of neat. Yes. 
I feel it's oddly appropriate that I sang my song at this episode. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Oh, uh, perfect. Um, God, where's your mom so I can fuck her, please? <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, on that note, we've been the um, Dire Weasels. You can follow us on Twitter at Dire Weasels. You can check us out on... We actually have a Podbean page at podbean.com slash direweasels, I believe. We're on iTunes. Um, just search Dire Weasels. You'll find us. We really appreciate those um, ratings and reviews. If you want to give us those on there, it's been you know, a little bit since we got one and it makes me sad every time I check and there isn't one. So, you know, yeah. Um, also some of you people want to give us money for some reason. And we got a Patreon for that at patreon.com slash direweasels. Um, if you want to tell me how dumb and or great my idea was of the cult of Gerbo, <laughs> you can tweet at me at walk six zero seven zero. Uh, if you're as disappointed as I am, you can find me at Arcane Vice. Uh, if you want to talk with me about how, of course, a Cult of Gerbo would be lame enough to use Knitting Club as cover, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can talk to me at Absurdiscobold. It's not all of them that use the Knitting Club. That's just a matter of a Leah's mom thing. For the record. Leah's mom. She does not have it going on. Leah's mom has got Leah's mom is responsible whoa, whoa, for Leah, whoa. so uh, she couldn't have that much going on. <laughs> oh, uh, Thursday if, nights, twitch.tv slash dieweasels? Yeah, usually about 10.30 to 11 central time. Um, we'll be... Aw, Cody. I just got a tweet <laughs> from at Codude3 who says, It's lame as fuck. Huh. Um, so thank you. Thank you, Cody. Ding, ding, I appreciate ding. the Shame. input. <laughs> Shame. Shame. <laughs> if, if you want to tell me, get the fuck off this podcast, because these beautiful people are making something amazing, I'm at Code Dude 3. Um, did everybody else already say theirs? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it for us this week. Um... Thank you guys for putting up with my weird bullshit that I'm doing. Oh, also, um, if you would have put on the robes at the beginning, all of the monsters would have ignored you. I kind of forgot I had them until, like, we were in the uh, room with the the uh, basilisk. But yeah, so that's, that's it. Um, uh, thank you guys for coming out to those of you on Twitch. It was nice seeing all of you chatting there. There's a couple new guys. Hello to Nurek the King. Thanks for dropping by. And uh, what was the other one? Fuck. Oh, Bionic Worm! Oh, yeah. Bionic one. Worm. And good night, cunts. Later, y'all. nachos. We're sorry. Fantastic. But I'm not this week. I'm not sorry because I'm proud of what I've created. You're welcome, world. Bubble butt sex. Bubble butt sex. Sorry, roommates. Bubble butt sex. Bubble butt sex. Classical music done to butt sex. <laughs> butt sex done to classical music. 
The music used in the Dire Weasels podcast is Lad Quig Jig by Lad Quig. It is available under a Creative Commons license. For more information, feel free to email us, direweasels at gmail.com.